Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. What's going on, agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of A Figure Agency and partner at Talos, where we help you systematically scale your agency through systems, processes, and operations. Today, we got Josiah Daves, founder of arcboundmarketing.com. And he is, or I guess it's not .com, it's just Arcbound Marketing, because I'm looking at your website domain. He has one of the most unique success stories ever. He's gone head-to-head with dozens of agencies. He's never lost a sale to another agency. He doesn't have a website. He doesn't have a logo. He's got two employees and one is his wife. And he's got over 250 clients. You're raising all of the fucking question marks, Josiah. How the fuck have you done this? So for everyone listening that is, it has a peaked interest in you now, what's the high-level elevator introduction of you and Arcbound Marketing? The easiest way that I sell clients, especially like higher ticket clients, at one point in time and will be again, Q1 next year, uh, I've run all of the ads for one of the top 20 banks in the world and had full control of every single bit of their um, media buying for every single product they ever have. And the easiest way that I took it from one of the largest and oldest agencies in the entire world, which pretty much everybody, I would love to tell who it is, but I cannot. It's a big one. Yeah. Everybody's read this guy's book and he died like 30 years ago, but everybody's read it pretty much if you're in the marketing field. The easiest way I walked in and sold it is every single agency on the planet ends up having the problem where they become professional churn and burns to where if you're not the top, you know, contract or whatever it is, they get good at doing sales. They get good at bringing in a lot of clients, having the pipeline. They're trying to increase their lifetime value. They're trying to do all this stuff, but they start hiring people to fulfill a product that is hyper specific to each client. And there's zero way that these people are trained enough to actually be able to run it at a high, like high, high ability. So I said, look, you probably hopped on this, the, the last agency meeting that you had with X agency. There's probably 10 to 15 people on this call. They talked a lot about strategy. They talked a lot about this stuff. Any questions you had, they said, yeah, we'll discuss it with our ad team. Or this guy said, we'll discuss it with our design team, stuff like that. And every single time you hear that, just note, it means that None of those people that are on that call that are talking to you, convincing you of any strategy, are the final go-to say-so person in the entire company to make that decision. So everything that they could walk back, you'd probably get on another meeting like, hey, we talked to that team. They actually said to do this. So now you essentially wasted the whole entire first meeting to hop on a second meeting where then now they're doing. And now you get these back and forths, which is why everybody has weekly, bi-weekly. And in this case, it was like, Every Monday and Friday, they had meetings scheduled with this agency. I hopped on and said, if you have to meet with me more than once every quarter, there's a problem because there's nothing you're going to be able to tell me on your end that's going to make me do my job better because the way that I set up my systems, I have a complete scoreboard to where if we never talked, I could get a record ROI in month 12 versus month one, and you'd still be happy. So if you need me to hold your hand, I'm definitely down to do that. But 
I'll free up all your account managers and I'll be your main point of contact. And I know exactly what you do based off of here's the data, here's the stats, here we can scale it. Here's how I do my pricing. How do you do them and do your pricing? I'm willing to compete. I signed a, uh, you know, a, a competing type deal where if I didn't beat them in the next 30 days, I get a discounted rate. And if I didn't beat them at all in the next 90 days, then my contract is null and void. I beat them in week uh, one. <laughs> it was by a long shot. I can say this because it makes sense. If you're going to run financial products to every single part of the world, let's say let's say just even in the US, right? You're going to run a specific product to the United States. How many people are bilingual or speak other languages? Specifically bilingual. What? It's like probably 3 to to 30 million. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but like if I said, "Hey, 30 million people in the US are bilingual." The second language is English, either it's primary or secondary. That's a believable statement. I could be far off. But regardless, if you have your settings of your entire account set to English, because you know that is logical and it's an auto-applied setting, then you've never shown ads to anybody whose browser is in not English setting. It's like if someone's phone is in Spanish, for instance, and their entire Chrome window is in Spanish, but they type in English queries or they read English news articles or whatever. Google knows that they have a high likelihood of being bilingual, right? Especially if they type in an English query. So let's say someone's phone is in Spanish, their browser is in Spanish, and they type in like top mortgage loans for homes, 250,000 US in Texas, right? That's obviously a long, long tail keyword type thing. You've never shown ads to them. So X agency is saying you're tapping out at, you know, 100% search impression share, which is hard to get to anyways. I was like, I can do three clicks and I'll drop your search impression share by like 30% and I'll be able to spend significantly more budget. And they're like, just that click. And I was like, yeah, it's just literally one setting. Just no one's read through that specific definition and figured it out. So it's things like as, as an agency grows, the amount of skill level and training that everybody has gets to be so low that they can't even do an account audit and look through and find that one button change and have the capability to be able to on the fly make a deal with them if you know the stats and how important that one setting is it's easy for me to say yeah yeah i can make this change and beat all your stuff in the next 30 days and that'd be the only change you can use change history as you know as our change log how many people add another agency that are either beginner level or even medium level one would know that decision or two have the capacity and like the power in the the negotiations to even say that and Dude, so I closed them in like literally, literally it was an hour and a half meeting and they signed immediately after that. It was, how, it was how big is that account? How much they pay you a month? I cannot disclose that one either. <laughs> they paused three months ago due to, uh, I, I mean, you, you've seen the interest rate stuff going. We are set to resume January 1st with a lot more forward thinking items. And I would love to be able to say a bunch of this stuff. Hey, agency owners. We at How to Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients and work on leads and deal with scope creep and contractors and team members and operations and 
Within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations, and out of the day-to-day -day management, so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations, and you need help getting past the seven or multi-seven figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eight figureagency.co where you can work with me jordan ross on helping scale your agency to that next level and at a very minimum we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business i think you hit on something really exceptional right in the agency space when you're competing against the bigger agencies which is a really unique positioning like you go for the fortune 2000 companies that most yeah. likely have a large agency, that most likely have an account manager that doesn't actually know the specifics, and you target, maybe not you're fully targeting, but you've targeted one of like those big companies, which is a bank, and you just said, we're going to do this faster and better, and we could have change one setting, we're going to improve your like click-through rate and your optimization, all that fun stuff. I've never heard that. It's brilliant, and it's interesting how you're able to have such a lean team because you're you know, it sounds like you're running accounts, you're running data yeah. and you're running strategy. So between the three of you, you're able to do that. And you're, you told me one of your employees is your wife. So she's back end <laughs> systems. There's a lot of genius yeah. behind that. Um, we worked with Hawk Media. They're based in California. They're one of the fast growing agencies. I don't know. There's a smile. I don't know if you know them, but they run the same strategy at scale. I'm not NDA and I have a great example. If, uh, if you'd like me to bring it up, if Which, they're one of your clients and you prefer me not to go in. They were... That for a little bit in 2021. I just, that's what they do. But I mean, hey, we could fucking send it. Let the audience wants to All know. All right. So I'm not NDA to this client and he'd actually think it's funny. And matter of fact, it came from the guy that connected me and you. So it's a company called Meet Your Psychic, online psychic, tarot card reading, stuff like that. Crazy service. If you believe in it, cool for you. I personally don't. I thought it was a joke. I thought the guy that was sending it to me was joking. It was serious. They do significantly more revenue than I thought any online company like that would do, like massively, multiple times bigger than my agency. And uh, yeah, so Hawk SEM, which is always the great thing because you can check change history and like inside that account specifically, I know they still don't have access, but I think I counted in the change log, there was nine Hawk SEM emails that were in there doing changes. And then they have their like their own like corporate some sort of budgeting changing like tool, almost like a script that currently runs. I beat their ads in 20 days. 20 days in, I beat their record month. 20 days in. And this is a unique positioning, right? Because I think there's a lot of guys hearing this and they're like, I'm good, just as good as Josiah. And this is inherently what's hard about running an agency. A founder like you is a fucking beast. Yep. You can go in and crush it. You're one of the best in the world, probably. This is what's hard about get, growing an agency. You can't get the best talent, right? So when Correct. businesses compete against you, they're going to lose every time because you're going to just head-to-head -head beat them. Is your angle, I want to just maintain this, continue to scale and these accounts where we don't really talk more than like a couple times a quarter, and then we'll just crush performance because I'll run the 10, 15, whatever the number is, and I'm just going to have a lifestyle business? Is your angle that, or do you have a plan to scale it? Because I know... For myself, I've been in that position where I've had 30 accounts and I was like, this is not the life I'm going to live. I want to grow a business and be a business owner. There's variables here. So what's your angle on this? Yeah. So 
two things. One, hiring talent, right? Even if it was just me, right? And you get to like 30 clients. What happens if you have 20 more that come in the next month that want to work with you? If you don't figure out the way to run things in the highest efficiency and set expectations, you'll never get there. I personally am point of contact on well over 100. So Yeah, you have over 100. With, How the fuck do you do that? Like combined 250-ish active clients, like active as in they're spending right now in across all sorts of MCCs. On the fulfillment side, you don't need to hop on meetings and handhold people. It's absolutely ridiculous. Of that, there's like 150 something home service companies that spend less than three to $4,000 a month, right? So how in the world would you manage all of that stuff? Now there is, there's you know a ridiculous amount of systems. My wife has never talked to any of my clients. She's never built any of the campaigns. She's literally, I have the most stupid in-depth SLP for negative keyword list, how we apply them, how we like, so like if, if you have 10 plumbing campaigns, there's zero reason why you shouldn't be running the same campaign iteration on all of them. And then on the back end, be porting it all into Data Studio through BigQuery. And then you can run regressions on all that to figure out the, like the actual best campaign structure and doing all your tests. So I'm getting 10 months of data while someone else is waiting on month to month to month. And then you have this account manager running a plumbing company, this account manager running. I can literally run if you gave me 500 plumbing companies tomorrow, I would meet with all of them, have the same onboarding, same everything like that. The meetings, the first meetings would take a little bit, but I automate everything through Data Studio. It would literally maybe take me two to three hours a day to be able to, to progressively move these people forward to get record months. I used to work at a plumbing company before I got into advertising as the dispatcher. I know exactly why. Google Ads wants you to use broad match, wants you to do this, wants you to do this stuff, and it actually doesn't convert. Because like, you've never answered those calls. I have. I know it doesn't work. So like from all that stuff, the existing agency model is so broken because the profit margins are so high. They're just all churn and burns. Like just from hot, I have six clients that I'm looking right now in my MCC. I pulled up the Meet Your Psychic one just for shits and giggles. But like I have six companies that pay me about $20,000 a month combined that I've specifically taken from hot and I put hot on a, it's called a hit list, but it's called my shit list. And I, the second someone mentions them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this is exactly how they do things. Here's how they do this. How, here's how they do this stuff. They had 20, 29 active campaigns. I'm down to three. And my three campaigns in 20 days beat their record month. This is amazing. Like, this is yeah. great. You're, you're definitely one of the sharpest strategists and media buyers and creators we've ever had on the show. You are 1% of 1% probably. Most people aren't. So yeah. let's say for the people listening, they're like, their jaw is to the fucking floor. You're blowing their mind. How can they get somewhat competent compared to where you're at? Because like I said, even most of the guys who are running media buying agencies that we work with, they're not as good. Like I've spoken to most of them. They're not as good as you. They're not nearly, I'm always thinking most of the guys that are running these companies are, you're beating them by almost a landslide. I'll tell you this, most of the most most of the big influencers that I've seen you retweet on your feeds, either I've shit on them in existing accounts or they actually send me all their clients. Like one one focus I do is I only do lead gen or service-based business. So So plumber, you said plumbing. So plumbing, so plumbing right? So like there's anything like home services, like how you train Google on what is an actual lead is a massive thing. But even on top of the like SaaS companies or um, like online service, 
um, like the meet your psychic, right? So like technically that's not e-com because it's not a product. It's still service-based, but it's a hybrid because I get conversion values patched back in. So it's still highly leveraged on structure, but like most of the e-com dudes that post, you know, Hey, we get 35 return on ad spend or, you know, like blah, 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 and do some big Twitter thread. And it's like, you know, reply below this and I'll send you the, like almost all of those guys, when they get a meeting booked and it's lead gen, it's just passed to me. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm probably going to have to start making some introductions between you and the guys that are in our collective that are working with service-based companies, because from what you're saying, you're blowing everyone out by a mile. So Josiah, you've really rocked my fucking world in this call. And that's the best thing I've ever wanted to say for anyone coming on. For everyone that's listening, they're like, whoa, this guy drops bombs. I want to get connected with him or learn more. They can't go to your website because you don't have one. Where do people, how do people find you? Even your clients. <laughs> <laughs> my my emails literally go, hey, we heard about you from drop X name or X company. It takes zero time to do sales. Like being the, the best hand surgeon in the world is great because even if like, you know, people go to the hospital, they know the hospital's name, but everybody in the hospital knows the best hand surgeon. I just decided, look, this is high high profit margin type industry. It's not fire and forget, but it's like fire and manage in 30 days, right? You just set up your contacts correctly and then you set up your expectations. Yeah, doubling down on, on your actual service makes it to where it's hard not to make money. Like I have a meeting in four minutes and I already know it's going to close because the email started with, hey, X guy from this company Introduce in Australia. Like, I love it. I love it. So if you want to find me, you can uh, Josiah at arcbound.com. Guys, this is what I talk about all the time. And Josiah, yeah. like, even for me, right? The number one thing, because I get hit up all the fucking time from people on Twitter. A lot of times, like, there's just too many people a day doing this, and I can't reply to all of them. So if you're one of those people, I'm sorry. Um, Jordan, I want to build an agency. How do I do this? Like, how, what's the fastest way? Fuck the fastest way. Do it the right way. Step number one, yep. be an expert at your skill set. And it's not be good at your skill set. It's what we're talking about. Be a fucking beast like Josiah. Right. The reason I could look at operations, I could look at management. If you actually read my stuff, like I know it because I've done it and I intimately understand the ins and outs. And we only bring up, we have a same thing, like small team, team of five. Right. But the youngest person is like, in their last three people that we brought on, the youngest person is like almost pushing 20 years older than me. And that just demonstrates the competency that they built it. Right. We don't bring on junior people, which is what agencies typically do. So decide this has been fucking great guys. I think the biggest call to action here is be the best and you'll get referrals, right? This guy, 250 right. clients, seven figure agency, two employees, one of whom's his wife who doesn't talk to clients. If you have not picked up the biggest takeaway, be a fucking beast, then, you know, good rinse to you, my friend, because I, it, it's clear as day here. So just thank you so much for coming on, man. This was exceptional and we'll be, we'll be in touch.